you should absolutely be leaning into your differentiators because it's going to attract the clients that you want to be working with. And that's going to allow you to set yourself apart from your competition. Welcome to the Be It Till You See It podcast, where we talk about taking messy action, knowing that perfect is boring. I'm Lisa Logan, Pilates instructor and fitness business coach. I've trained thousands of people around the world, and the number one thing I see stopping people from achieving anything is self-doubt. My friends, action brings clarity, and it's the antidote to fear. Each week, my guests will bring bold, executable, intrinsic, and targeted steps that you can use to put yourself first and be it till you see it. It's a practice, not a perfect. Let's get started. And stick around to the very end because we got some outtakes. That's been happening. There's always outtakes. Um, and the team does collect them for bloopers on the YouTube. But uh, we're adding them into the end of the pod because you know what? You need to know that we are not perfect. You're not perfect. And Nobody's we're perfect, enjoying the process. And we are enjoying that. So have a good laugh on our behalf. Love you. Welcome back to the Be It Till You See it interview recap where my co-host in life, Brad, and I are going to dig into the intuitive convo I had with James Patrick in our last episode. If you haven't yet listened to that interview, feel free to pause us now, go back and listen to that one, and then come back and join us. Can I just say, if you are listening to this through the onlinepilotesclasses.com app, oh, it's yeah. actually really easy to, to like pick the episode before because it's they show up as like a playlist yeah they show up in order you can just tap Un, on it unlike your other apps that shall not be named uh because they <laughs> listen um who if you 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 have to like go to the show you have to click the three dots go to the show go to all the episodes and go i want to listen to this one and then it goes are you sure you want to listen to that one because you were listening <laughs> to this one and it's like i just want to listen to the episode so anyways shout out to the opc app um you guys today is national foam rolling day seriously who knew yeah uh, i'm sure all the foam rollers out there did uh so rock your foam uh rolling um not me uh, <laughs> uh and um yeah this week um is my sister's getting married on saturday so leslie and i are going to be flying to philadelphia and we're going to be looking at um we're going to be helping to set everything up getting uh we're actually i think I don't know if we're part of the mowing the public lawn in the public sphere, but since we're at a, a, a city park, they're literally going to bust out a lawnmower before we all get started. Oh my God, <laughs> we're going to mow the lawn? Yeah. You know, I used to mow the lawn, like I used to trim the hedges around tombstones in the cemetery because your family has to do that. And so I would just trim it around my family's and then yeah. I would just like keep going. Yeah, sure. Because otherwise it just gets overgrown. Yeah. Anyways, um, well, I didn't nice know of you. that we were going to mow the lawn at her wedding. Um, interesting. I don't know if you and I actually are, but I'm that's sure, happening. I'm sure your family so, will. Yeah, they do so. those things. Uh, <laughs> shout out to Meredith. She, you hear her in the credits and we're so excited oh, yeah. uh, for boyfriend Kyle to become brother-in-law Kyle. Yeah, uh, we can call him a fiance. He's allowed to be that. But no, he's going to be her husband. Right. He's currently a fiance though yeah it's fine yeah yeah I, I would love to know from the listeners how many of them felt weird saying fiance i it's, felt weird it felt so weird and you did it twice so like it still felt weird <laughs> <laughs> sorry no. 
<laughs> Can I ever even say? I think the first time I hardly said it because it was weird. <laughs> yeah, it's weird. Uh, Anyways, the, but their marriage is not. We're so excited for them. Yeah. So uh, anyway, big congrats to her and my soon-to-be brother-in-law. I guess our soon-to-be brother-in-law, Kyle. Yeah. Um, I don't know how that works if I'm the already in law, but I'm sure it works out just fine. Anyways, uh, I'm sure there's people who like do charts and can tell us what that is. Yeah. Next week we are uh, flying to Seoul. Yeah. <laughs> Korea. I How mean, about that? I know. I can't wait. I'm so excited. People are like, you're going to Seoul? I'm so jealous. I'm like, I know. I'm jealous of me too. Uh, so we'll be teaching at Palais on tour in Seoul. We'll have the flashcards there. And then we're taking a week off in Jeju, which I'm so excited about. Yeah. Um, July, we're going to be in the UK and BT dubs. At the time that we're recording this, our UK mullet tour workshop is half sold out. So at the right. time that you're listening to this, there may only be a couple spots left. Yeah. So if you were thinking about joining us in the UK, um, you know, I heard it's a quick flight from Ireland. I heard it's a quick flight from Poland, from other places. Like in, yeah. you know, uh, we got people talking about it coming in from Paris. Uh, mm-hmm. So if that's you, don't sit on this because those uh, and, weekend passes are selling out and there's only 16 spots. And we chose Leeds because when we love Claire Sparrow, shut at her episode, but also like everybody does London and it's so important um, to find and see new places and we are so excited. So join us there. The link's in the notes. Um, August, it is not our dog, but the actual month of August. Uh, we have our summer West Coast tour. So you can actually get on the wait list for this at opc.me slash tour. Yeah. And then we'll be announcing all that information pretty soon. Pretty soon. We've pretty got soon. a couple of great tour sponsors that we can't wait to brag about. Yes. Uh, coming up. Yes. September. Poland. Oh, yeah. Oh, we yeah. are coming back to that side of the world. We'll be in Poland. Go to lesliologan.co slash Poland. It's what? September 1, 2, and 3? Or September 2, 3, and 4? Yeah. It's, like it's the very, very beginning of September. Very beginning of September. I'm actually teaching private sessions there. I've got a couple workshops. We are bringing the flashcards. And I'm not the only one. There's a couple other teachers there. Joel Crosby, Karen Frischman, and then Jay Grimes, our teacher, will be joining virtually. Yeah. You guys, this is a really special tour and also our special conference, and it's also small. So absolutely wonderful and you hey, should and be by there. the way um this is like uh kind of a trial uh for you know this event and it would be amazing to sell it out for the host who is doing a lot of work to put it together so that we could repeat these kinds of events in the future yeah and let me just like side note if there are things you're like oh i want to go but i'll go next time just ask yourself how many times you're saying next time because um events like this actually are a lot of time and a lot of money there it's also there's like a lot of excitement and fear because like this is a first time uh, host for this kind of event and there's a lot of risk involved in that kind of a thing so much risk on her end so you guys and, and let's make it worth and, her and while. i know i say like i don't know well the next time will be i really don't and i don't know that we can hit the same countries every year in fact that's probably not true because we have to go to other countries yep. and i don't overwork myself anymore so we do like four outings a year there's a lot of countries. I don't know when I can say yes to these ones again. So sure. definitely make them a priority. Yep. October. So another one you can make a priority is our Kampuchea. retreat in Cambodia. Cambodia. That's how they say it. Uh, so lesslogan.co slash retreat. You guys, this is amazing. We are selling out this retreat and it's just going to be a freaking blast. Yeah. I've been chatting with the people who are like, um, trying to figure out their plane tickets and what is their whole trip going to be. We have two, uh, two uh, women who are going to join us who are actually making it a full-blown world tour. We're talking oh my God, like stop. they're going to go to Japan and then Singapore. 
and then Cambodia, and then I think Turkey, and then they're going home. I mean, it is like so amazing. They're just going to keep on going, and what an epic trip that's going to be. You can absolutely make Cambodia stop on your trip and come join us uh, for a retreat uh, when you're doing your world tour. So love that. Yeah, and then November, we got Miami. We'll give you more information on that later. All right. We are going to get to James in just a second, but first, do we have an audience question? We sure do. Uh, Let's see. This week, Kim Young uh, wrote in. She asked, apart from teaching OPC classes, what does the rest of your exercise routine look like? Do you add it on after you teach? Uh, I am a teacher, and I struggle with how much I should exercise in a day and how to fit in all of the rest. Yeah, so into the rest day. So, Kim, thank you so much for asking this. You guys, I love questions like this. I hope this helps you. First of all, I do not demonstrate when I teach my regular client, like my in real time stuff. I do. I, I really try not to demonstrate, um, just because I want to save my body and you know, some days, what if I'm sick and I want to have like my client to be reliant on me. So those sessions, like those, that time is not any exercise at all. Uh, filming though. Um, I actually try really hard to not use filming as my own personal workout because mm. it's not, <laughs> I, um, as much as what's great about OPC is when I do teach it, I can share what I'm feeling in my body as it's happening, but I cannot be as present in my body because I'm actually being present in the OPC minds. Like I'm actually seeing the class from their perspective. So it's not a, it's not a workout for me. So I have a week each month that I film. And so while those are workouts, those are not my personal workouts and I don't tend to work out on top of those, but I just don't go, Oh, I worked out myself out today. I like give myself other ways to connect with myself. So what do those things include? Oh, I have my red light with my um, with my sauna space red light that I love, and I meditate with that. And I also mm. have this new little gadget that I'll tell you more about that we're working on getting it as a discount link for you that is really helping me do that. I have a pimp mat that I give myself um, some recovery time in. Can you say that again? Pemf mat. That's P E M F. Yes, Pemf. from Higher Dose. We actually do have an affiliate link for that. So yeah, you can we'll toss put it that in, in the show notes. Um, so on my filming weeks, I do those kinds of things for myself, just because you do need to have time for you to pour into your own self, and so that's how I do that. Now, I only. But like you also it. exercise outside of correct. Pilates. Thank you. Yeah. So that's so just one week of each month is for filming. The rest of the weeks are my own personal things. So here's what I do: I do 15 minutes to an hour of Pilates five to six days a week. I do weight training three to four days a week. And that weight training includes, um, it's kind of like a CrossFit light a couple days a week, uh, like a hit training kind of style. And then I do barbell with you. You and I actually do these together. So yeah. yeah. So here's the deal though, ladies, I use an app um, that allows me to know what kind of intensity my workout should be on a given day based on my cycle. And it's really important because I don't, I'm not, I'm not going to skip my weight training class on a day that says I shouldn't be going in very intensely, but what I just do is I go slower. I like, or I don't use as heavy of weights. Like I, I use the app to let me know. So I don't overwork myself out because you can build up too much cortisol if you're overdoing all these things. Mm. And we, as women have to stop treating our fitness based on like, what men's workouts are. They have a 24 hour cycle. We have a 28 to 31 day cycle. So, um, so using a tool that lets me know based on my hormones, how much I should work out. And you know, and then as far as rest days go, guys, 
You can do Pilates on your rest day. It's a low impact exercise. You can do yin yoga on your rest day. Sure. We should, you can do intentional walking on your rest day. It's rest days don't have to mean like I lay on the couch and do nothing. You should still move intentionally every day. So mm. that's kind of what my, and I, and I try to work out in the morning mostly, but I'll be really honest. It's not always possible. Some, my, my strength trains at night. So it's not my favorite, but I like my trainer and I like working with my husband. I like with my dad and my friends there. So, um, that's my workout routine. So I would say three to four days of strength, five to six days of Pilates. And I walk twice a day, every day. Yeah. Love Did I miss that. anything? I, think I not. don't believe so. Sometimes I mean, we sprinkle in yoga. We do. Occasionally. Um, not nearly like it used to be, but I know. still happens on I occasion. I have. A, I, I, I really miss it too. I have an app I'm going to try out. I really love our teacher, but 8 a.m. is not ideal. Yeah, it's tough. It's tough for me. <laughs> Stuff for me. Yeah. So anyways, thank you for the question. You guys send your questions in. We love answering them. They're so fun. I'm sure somebody wants an update on Cactus Daddy. So like, oh, you know, yeah. send them into the Beat Pod. Yeah, because we'll uh, right now everything is blooming. Oh my gosh. It is crazy. Freaking insane. Gorgeous. <laughs> awesome. Loves, it's here. OPC Summer Camp. You know that thing we started last year? Well, we're doing it again this year and we're making it bigger and better than ever because we have teachers from all over the world, which means all day long you can nerd out with me at Camp Zoom from the comfort of your own home in your favorite Pilates workout outfit without having to get bugs or dirt or weird camp food that's like some weird slot. No, you can have the amazing food in your own home. You can be whatever clothes you want to be in and you can join us all day long for whatever workouts and workshops you sign up for. In fact, you can even do a whole day pass and save the most money. In fact, up to 56% off if you buy the day pass. So go to opc.me slash events to see the full schedule and lineup of events. If you only have access to a mat, we've got plenty of stuff for you. We've got Reformer. We've got some happy hip Reformer with you. We've got so many amazing things. You can go to opc.me slash events to see the whole schedule, all 14 teachers, and all the goodness that's going to happen at Camp Zoom. And I'm your camp director. Woo! Okay, now let's talk about James Patrick, a passionate photographer who not, has not only mastered his craft, but also deeply believes in the power of specialization and embracing imperfection. Beyond his photography, Patrick is widely recognized uh, for his entrepreneurship and unyielding dedication to helping others succeed in the creative field. And he's been doing that by hosting crazy events and he's got a podcast and he's got all this stuff. Uh, he's and so cool. I yeah, feel he's like, very creative. I feel like we, like we, I am not, we're not photographers, but I feel like in some ways we all do the same amount of work. <laughs> oh. I feel like we all have like some plates funny. He's just so cool. I it actually, was fascinating to listen to him. Yeah. I met him through Kareem. Yeah. Yeah. Well, because of the because of the fit posium, right? Yes, but yes. I think so. That's Which, that's his if event. If you are listening to this in real time, I think you could probably still sign up for that. So you should do it. Um, okay. So what I love, there's a few things I love that he said. I mean, it was just a phenomenal interview. Like it could, it just I could have kept going. Um, we'll probably have to have him back. But I really loved that we talked about goals and like how we should actually look at our goals yeah. and what is a success versus what's not. And so he talked a lot about like the goal is progress. So um, he. This is what he said. He said, the more you break things into manageable pieces, the more confident you are that you can get things done. So oftentimes, and we see this all the time with our agency members, the longer they're in agency, the less um, they do this, which is so cool. Like typically 
if you, when someone's an agency, the first couple of months, they're like, here's my goals for the month. And there's like literally more things than there are days. And I'm like, you are not going to get a website done this in a month. Like you can possible if you have a lot of team, but like just, you know, so breaking things down into manual pieces. And this made me think of Jillian Floodstrom, who we had on and she like breaks down her goals into tasks. It could be in two minutes so that she can actually get them done. Because whenever you have two minutes, you can just like look at a task that she has. So, um, so breaking them down. And that then, takes so much planning, though, and I think that's one thing that I, I feel like we don't talk about yeah. is the um, there's like a prep time where you're simply thinking. You have to spend time thinking, and uh, and what, but but it's when you spend the time to think and prep and plan, then the execution becomes just the do it. Bang, bang it out. Yes, and also like what you have to be careful is that planning is not perfecting. So you're not trying to overdo it. Like there's a balance there and, and some things you won't know until you get into doing the thing. But also this is another important part of goals. You have to set goals that you control over. So if you say, I'm gonna have my website done this month, but you're not the one building your website. <laughs> like you actually don't have control. Like you're like someone else does. Or um, if you're like, I'm gonna get, three new clients. Well, you actually don't have control of when three people decide to give you their money. You have control over the steps that you could take to get clients to even know about you. And so if your goal is to do Pilates every day, that is something you have control over if you also have control over your schedule or if you have uh, control over like the way you schedule your time. And so it's just really, I really love the way he talked about like creating achievable and realistic goals, but, um, and not setting too many or getting too ambitious, but like, just like, okay, I want to do this thing and then breaking down a manageable task and then making sure that the goals you have for yourself you have control over. And so it doesn't mean like you don't make a goal because you don't have control. It's like, what part of that goal do you have control over? He wanted to be on, on covers. He actually cannot decide if he's chosen on a cover, but he can make sure he's pitching himself. Right. Yeah. And I think that's the, like, there was a couple of things where he's, where he was talking about this. He said he started making his goals sheet, something he revisits more frequently because he found himself in this like sit down on January one, write out a year's worth of goals and then revisit it January one, 365 days later and be like, Oh, I forgot I wrote that down. Did I do this? Did this even happen? As opposed to that, um, he now has like a, a living document. He calls it like a living will, <laughs> but it's like he revisits it, you know, every month or even every couple of weeks. Uh, and he's just reassessing all the time. And I thought that was really cool. And then, um, you know, like you said, making it like breaking them down when he was like, I want to host an event. And then he's like, Oh, I was going to host, I was going to do it next month. I haven't even started. I guess I'll just bail on that. You know, that's a bummer. Um, you know, and, uh, so, you know, looking at, that's why spending the time to break things down allows you to work your way to that goal. Um, so totally, this was really great. And then also he created like a journal. Yeah. I was just going to say he actually, I want it. I just can't turn it into a hard, uh, a hard copy. So he has a, a free PDF that you can download um, to check check it out. And then he also turned it into an actual book that you can get on Amazon. I mean, so, one thing I know about our listeners is that they love a hard copy. Yeah, so they love a hard copy. I <laughs> want to see your pictures of you using this thing. I just think that I, I, I like how curious and observant he is in his own practice so that he could like share this with others. I think it's helpful to know because I think we could hear someone going 700 covers. Oh my gosh. Everything he touches turns to gold. It's like actually cool. like everything he touches is because he did the work. 
<laughs> what did you love? So the thing that I, I, I was really digging this, uh, because this was super applicable to me. Uh, he said, we often are afraid to lean into our differentiators, right? And because uh, he, like, think about photography, you know. Um, if you aren't familiar with the field of photography, you just think, oh, they take pictures. But uh, he said, well, what about, what if you take um, action shots or what if you do, um, you know, scenery or what if you do food, um, you know, or product photography? Each one of these things are so different in that realm. And he said people have fear that they're actually going to be somehow turning away business if they're not, um, you know, if they they want to go wide instead of going narrow and deep. And he said the reason the reason is because they have this fear that they're going to be missing out on opportunities. But he had this perfectly logical argument of think of it from the client's perspective. Oh, um, we've got an event coming up um, and we need to hire a photographer. So are we going to hire the guy who says, hire me, I'm a photographer, or the guy who says, I I'm the best event photographer that you've ever met. I only shoot events. I'm amazing at it. I've been doing it forever. I've got 800 of them under my belt. Which one, and, and if they're the same price, which one do you think they're going to well, hire? Well, even if the other one's more expensive, I'm still going right. to hire the one that I Possibly. know something about. Right, because you know? they're only going to do the event one time. It's like you can't mess it up. You know, so there's there's risk there on their part, so they'd be willing to pay for the expert, right? So he's he's his argument is you should absolutely be leaning into your differentiators because it's going to attract the clients that you want to be working with and that's going to allow you to set yourself apart from your competition right and so just an interesting way to flip it on on uh on your head right and i you know that that for me was um personally that was really helpful when i uh did my strengths test which y'all have heard me talk about 50 times if you've heard me say it once but once i understood my actual strengths uh from the strengths finders quiz then I was able to lean into those things and able to confidently say, oh, I can absolutely be the ops person for you because A, B, C, and D. I am this, you know, and I'm great at this thing. Uh, and it really allowed uh, me to move forward in my my career, you know. And so this is something that, like, I feel we when we're coaching our clients, we often – People have the hardest time dialing in um, their ICA, their their ideal client avatar, right? They don't know how to, uh, you know, connect with the people that they want to work with and then uh, modify their marketing language to connect with that, that person. But this argument is exactly why you need to do it, right? Yeah. You cannot be, uh, let's, let's just use the one we hear all the time. Uh, whenever we host Agency Many, um, inevitably somebody says, Oh, I have clients who are 17 and 83, you know, so I guess I'm just going to be my, my avatar is females. Right. And it's like, wait a minute. You know, we actually, uh, I just answered this question for somebody because they were like, I just feel like maybe I'm niched down too much. Um, you know, like how, what about these other people I could help? And I, and I said, well, something that I talk about with the podcast demographics that I say, our demographics are women mostly and a few good men. We're at the ages between the mid thirties to early fifties and those who think they are. Hmm, that's cool. And the reason I say that I like is because we do have a ton of women, shout out to Lori's and, and Mary's and all this, who are over 55, you know, plus well, like they act like they're, right, they certainly they, don't they, act like they they're re are retiring totally or act you know? like they're in that age range. So right. that's what I say. But also when you, when you are very clear and very specific, there are people who aspire 
to be the person who you're talking to. Yep. They still come because they can picture, I don't like country music, but I hear a country music song and I can picture what they're singing and it makes me think of this thing that I wanted or did or had. And so it's just like, be specific. It attracts people and it makes you more attractable. Yeah, and, and James even had an example and he said, you know, I am a, uh, I, I shoot magazine covers, you know, and However, and he said, I'm not a product photographer. However, I landed a product photography gig because I had a relationship and somebody knows me and trusts me, you know, so I still am getting those clients, even though that's not the person I'm really intentionally trying to land. Mm -hmm. So, you know, same, same thing. You will inevitably get clients that don't, that aren't your quote unquote perfect uh, market. You know, yeah. and that's how, that's, and, I mean, that's, that's how it works. Also, you can say yes to them. I think this is what's very that's true weird too. is that you think, oh, if I only talk to these people, then I can only help these people. No, you can say, I, I never, ever, ever advertised to athletes ever. Mm. I had mostly athletes. Why did I have them? Because I want was a relationship that got me one that got me the rest. And so I just kept getting them. Doesn't mean that I, I, of course I wanted to teach them, but that wasn't why I got into teaching and I had a lot of fun teaching them. So I think we, we sell ourselves short. Um, I also think we're in fear that people will, what if the people that I want, I'm talking to say no to me, rejection sucks, but also get used to it. You'll be rejected more times than you won't. In this whole lifetime. It's a numbers game. It's a game. Um, I, I had a quote I wanted to read to just wrap this up. Okay. He, uh, that, that was, he just had a couple of amazing one-liners oh, in there. Amazing. He, he uh, James specifically said, not specializing on something is almost a guaranteed way to lose out on opportunities that you are hardwired to be getting. Oh my gosh. We have to like shout this out to our agency members. Also, um, this whole conversation, if you're enjoying it, uh, I was on James's podcast and we go deeper into this kind of thing on oh, his cool. podcast. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Awesome. I know. How about that? I know. I don't, uh, we'll get the link. <laughs> we'll put it down there. We'll find that link for y'all. Yeah. All right, loves, it's super important to me that supplements I take are of the highest quality. And that's why for three years I've been drinking AG1. Unlike many supplement brands, AG1 is constantly searching for how to do things better. At 52 iterations of their formula and counting, their team is always trying to find better ways to source, test, and aim to find the best quality ingredients available. I love this so much, guys, because so many people think I have to get it right the first time, and they have done 52 different iterations. I freaking love that. So many people have asked me if AG1 is actually the real deal. I really do drink it, and trust me, there's a reason why I've been drinking it for so long. Quality for AG1 isn't just a buzzword. It's a commitment backed by expert-led scientific research, high-quality ingredients, industry-leading manufacturing, and rigorous testing. At each step of the process, AG1 goes above and beyond industry standards. I know I can trust what's in every scoop of AG1 because it's tested for 950 contaminants and banned substances while the industry standard typically only tests for 10. Holy moly. I know that like I'm a recovering overachiever over here, but I'm super glad AG1 isn't. Okay, so taking care of my health shouldn't be complicated and AG1 simplifies this by replacing multiple health supplements like multivitamins, digestive aids, immune support, and more in just one simple scoop. It's literally just one scoop. It's one scoop in one bottle of water. It's amazing. AG1's ingredients are heavily researched for efficacy and quality, and I love that every scoop also includes prebiotics, probiotics, and digestive enzymes for gut support. Y'all know I've had gut stuff, so that's why I've been doing it for so long. 
I've partnered with AG1 for so long because they make such a high quality product that I genuinely look forward to drinking every day. So if you want to replace your multivitamin and more, start with AG1. Try AG1 and get a free one-year supply of vitamin D3 and K2 and five free AG1 travel packs with your first subscription at drinkag1.com slash be it. That's drinkag1.com slash B-E-I-T. Check it out. All right, so finally, let's talk about those be it action items. What bold, executable, intrinsic, or targeted action items can we take away from your convo with James Patrick? Um, He said, uh, he kind of rolled it all into one, but basically not to rely on reactive approaches. Um, And he specifically made an example of uh, reacting to emotions or reacting to the market or business development or launch strategies um, reacting. Um, instead, he suggested being proactive. Yeah. Yeah, I think, I mean. Like take charge, be in charge of the situation. Uh, proactivity, he says, is the key to success. Now, it's kind of what we were talking about already in this entire episode. Think about if you are able to plan ahead to spend time thinking through the project before you begin executing the project, then you're going to, that's going to set you up to be proactive Yeah. instead of being reactive. Now, you still may have to be reactive. Things, life, lives, right? We like to say, shit happens. But uh, imagine if you were able to think through things prior to getting it it done and then executing that, um, you know, it will help you achieve your goals. I mean, okay. Uh, for those of you who were part of this, our journey back in March of this year, we had a very active situation, right? Like our servers were crashed and our OPC website, uh, when we brought it back to life was at 1999 speeds of the internet. And so we actually had to be reactive and that we had to fix the site right away. However, the team, you and the team still sat down, planned it all out and then made the changes happen in it, it, as fast as humanly possible with a website with like what over a thousand pages. So yeah, we're we're between seven fifty and a thousand. Yeah, yeah, it's a lot. So it's a lot. So so even when you have to be reactive, taking a like a moment in time, unless someone's fallen off a cliff, then please reach out and grab them. But if like because none of us are actually like in the emergency room having to make a split second decision, take a beat in the reaction and like really explore like in what you're reacting to, how is this actually in alignment with your goals? Sometimes we react to things because of FOMO, because we see someone mm. else doing something. We sure. think we should be doing it. Even if you Shiny are inspired, well, even if you're inspired by somebody else's thing, like let's say you, your friend is uh, doing Pilates and you're like, I want to do Pilates and you react to that. That's fine. But then also go to your calendar and break down when you're going to do those things and take a moment and don't just like, you know, fly by the seat of your pants. I know some people like to do that and I'm sure it's working not well for you. <laughs> <laughs> That's not true. I mean, you know, things can still go, you know, I, and we are big fans of taking messy action to, but the purpose of taking messy action is so that you're not stagnant, right? You don't, it's yeah. not paralysis, right? Yeah. There, it, there does come a point where you have to move, but if you can give yourself the time to think through things first, that is, and then when you get in the mix and things are, aren't going quite as smoothly, take that messy action. Yeah. Right. The combination of those two things, that's going to be a win. Messy action is not reaction. That's true. That's true. That's a new thing. We just came up with it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, is my turn? Yeah. Okay. So, okay. 
Put something out in the market. Put it out there. Um, it's better to put an imperfect idea than wait for a perfect one. Putting an idea out in the market allows us to receive feedback. You guys, this is so great what he said. Feedback is valuable for refining and improving ideas. It is important to overcome the fear of imperfection, take action, and be willing to make adjustments, and then embrace dynamic natures of projects is what he also said. So here's the deal. Um, this kind of goes back to what we were just saying, but like you got to like get things out there. If we try to perfect something, like let's just go back to the website. If we try to, we, we did the freaking best we could. We made sure it was like as, as, as good as it could be to our eyes in a dev situation. And then you put it out there and inevitably there is going to be shit that has to be dealt with. You won't know about that until you put it out in the market. Yeah. And you need feedback. You need people to say, oh, on my Android, it doesn't do this thing. On this, it doesn't do this thing. It is better to put that stuff out there quicker so you get that feedback faster so that you can you can actually make those changes. If we yep. waited and noodled around until we thought, okay, we've dotted every I and every T is crossed. Everything is perfect. You guys, we put it out there. And in my bio, it says thing instead of think. It's okay. It's okay. No <laughs> Does one- Does it really? Yes. Oh, shit. <laughs> I don't, I'm like, I'm like, have we been putting that bio out everywhere at the wrong? Cause it's like a copy and paste, right? I'm assuming it's a copy and paste. Anyways. That's funny. Yeah. So, so same with our app, we put it out, right. And it's not perfect. And as you scroll in, like, oh, this is a blank page. It is way better to get feedback. Cause you want to, most of the feedback is freaking positive. Yeah. Most of it's positive. So this, uh, I had it on, um, forever Fridays podcast again. And she did a, like a, what do you call those things? A speedball, a fireball. Uh, what do you call those like quick questions? Like rapid fire. Rapid fire. There oh, we a go. Speed fireball. Yeah, okay. Speedball. <laughs> uh, so rapid we fire. We need a speedball over here. <laughs> so she said, uh, done um, versus uh, perfect. And I said, like, literally, I will argue with you to the day I die that done is better than perfect. And, except for, like, please don't just marry any random person. Like, that might be the, I'm not saying wait for the perfect person, but like, don't just marry someone. <laughs> so that might be the only time that I need like a little asterisk, but done let's is better call, than perfect. Let's just, let's just uh, put it in the lane of projects. Projects. Yeah. Done is better than perfect. <laughs> uh, oh although, although uh, you know, I have heard people refer to their spouse as a project. So that's Those trouble. people like a project. <laughs> I'm not, I'm all, and all, like, if you, if you call your husband that and you're still married to them, then you love a project. Yeah, just right. Just say it. Um, all right. I'm Leslie Logan. And I'm Brad Crowell. You know what? We fucking love you. Yeah. You're amazing. This is so fun. This podcast, we, like, can you believe it? What is this? Episode 200 and something? Nine. Yeah. 209. 209. What? And that was my old area code. Um, 209. And we have FYFs on Fridays, which you guys are loving. And we want to share your wins. So you have to send them to us. Yeah. Make but, sure you're connecting with us, letting us know. But also we're in the top 2% of podcasts because of you. What? And I know. And so please keep sharing the pod. My goal that I have no control over. Right. So it is. <laughs> so all I can Perfect. do. Perfect. All I can do is good add setup. the FYFs. I added the FYFs. I, I'm getting a more and more amazing guest. And also I've improved big time. Uh, so I'm controlling what I can control. But all the things I'm doing with this podcast are an effort to get to that top 1%. Why? Because that means we're having helping more people be it till we see it. Yeah. And when you take messy action, you ditch uh, perfection, you are like winning at life and more people get to enjoy the fruits of how awesome you are. So thank you for being a, a listener of this podcast. Thank you for sharing it. Make sure you tell us how you're being it till you see it and have an amazing day. Bye for now. 
That's all I got for this episode of the Be It Till You See It podcast. One thing that would help both myself and future listeners is for you to rate the show and leave a review and follow or subscribe for free wherever you listen to your podcast. Also, make sure to introduce yourself over at the Be It Pod on Instagram. I would love to know more about you. Share this episode with whoever you think needs to hear it. Help us and others be it till you see it. Have an awesome day. Be It Till You See It is a production of the Bloom Podcast Network. It's written, filmed, and recorded by your host, Leslie Logan, and me, Brad Kroll. It is produced and edited by the Epic Team at Desenio. Our theme music is by Ali at Apex Production Music, and our branding by designer and artist Gianfranco Chofi. Special thanks to Melissa Solomon for creating our visuals and Samena Velazquez for our transcriptions. Also to Angelina Herico for adding all the content to our website. And finally to Meredith Crowell for keeping us all on point and on time. Yes, we, we can go. Uh, There's a lot of buttons over there. We're good. We're good. We're good. Um, oh, Senor Patrick. Yes, I'm ready. Me too. Um, give me, give me a hello one more time. That's hello one more time. Do you know Olivia and Rose? I actually prefer the instrumental version. Yeah. I think because I can't say the words. So. <laughs> I've used it for my reel today. Oh, cool. It made me look so graceful, even though I'm not. <laughs> be it till you see it. <laughs> if you're not graceful, pick a graceful song. You're amazing. All right, my coffee lovers, I got something for you. And I know most of you are coffee lovers because if you're listening to this, you have lots of things you're doing and coffee is something that you are taking with you everywhere you go. In fact, I know the Plaza instructors around here are taking coffee, kombucha, tea, and water into every class that they take. So this one is amazing because this is Pure Cafe Bold. They have two options for you. They've got black coffee and then they've got a caramel coffee latte, which is amazing. And here's why it's amazing. It's pre-brewed. So it comes in this amazing little packet and you can actually just take the packet in to your office, your work on a plane like we've been doing. And then you pour hot water in and boom, you've got coffee. And this coffee actually has some amazing stuff. It's not just regular coffee. This coffee supports your immune system. It boosts cognitive function, increases stamina, it reduces stress, and it has cordyceps. And what are cordyceps, you ask? Oh, that's right, Brad's here. Nature's powerful secret energizer, a rare species of fungi, cordyceps is renowned for its invigorating properties and centuries-old use in traditional medicine packed with essential nutrients. This natural adaptogen boosts stamina and supports overall well-being. And seriously, it's actually super simple to make. Leslie and I have taken it camping. Yeah. I'll use it in the afternoon. We're taking it everywhere because I'm tired of conferences and different hotels having burnt coffee. It's a thousand times better than the terrible coffee that you get on an airplane. And the black coffee is like less than a dollar a packet. So it's like, it's really kind of amazing. Yeah. And I'm, I'm a big fan of the caramel myself. He the does caramel like has it. a little bit of, uh, of milk in it. So. It has some dairy. So my dairy free peeps, you can't do the caramel, but you can do the black, right? Yeah. The black coffee is vegan, keto, gluten-free, non-GMO, nut-free, dairy-free, fat-free, and CGMP compliant. All right. So here's the deal. You need to go to beitpod.com slash coffee. 
bitpodcom slash coffee. And when you do that, you are going to be able to get some amazing coffee that we're loving. You can buy it as a one-time purchase or you can actually get it as a subscription. There's even family packs. So if you know that you've got a lot of coffee drinkers in your household, this is amazing. And it's honestly cheaper than all the coffees we've been making at home. So we are so excited. I hope you are. Go to beatpod.com slash coffee. And, you know, cheers to you and I. Every morning, we'll be drinking the same coffee together. Woo! 